Hello, Maverick fans. Welcome to another edition of the Mav Fuck Cast. I am Jason, and I am here, and John's voice is here. Right. My voice is here, but I'm about, what, 13 to 14 miles away from you right now? So, for those of you who don't remember from last season, podcast Sundays apparently mean it's time for snow. So, John and I decided that with the snow that we got, that we would demo and test this out and see how we do with a uh, podcast that is semi-remote, we'll say. Yeah, I mean, especially with you guys, you're going to be traveling to a number of youth hockey tournaments on the road in January, and we don't know how the weather's going to be, so... So this is Better a good to test a... of how we can uh, how we can accomplish our schedule when Mother Nature throws something at us. Exactly. So you know, feel free to give us feedback because you guys always do, and and let us know how it is. We have tried different solutions, so we tried to come up with the easiest solution possible for this. So and we'll see how it goes. And we'll keep trying different things. You know, we always strive to give you guys the best quality podcast out there, and. If this isn't the way to do it, then we will find another way. Yeah, and that might involve me uh, moving into the guest room at Jason and Jolene's house. So, uh, so <laughs> or, yeah, we'll put... Or we'll, at, least, we'll put, at least moving in on Saturday so that you're here for Sunday podcast. Well, I don't know. Between you and my you know, brother-in-law and his family out there, I mean, maybe we, have, we may just have to move out to the, the western <laughs> reaches of Douglas County at some point. May have to move out here to East Lincoln, right? I know. I'm just, I'm an East Omaha guy, but, but, you know, all right, we'll, we'll do what we can. We'll do what we can. Further and further away from the river. That's right. So, John, we have a, we have a couple games to talk about in St. Cloud. Yes. Always a tough series up there. I don't think the team has won up there since Mike Gabinet's been head coach. We struggled in the last couple seasons under Dean Blaze. It was a tough one, but but I will tell you at the dinner with the Mavs in October and the dinner with the Mavs um, just this month, Mike Gabinette said to us after the dinner on on both occasions that he said we're going to win at St. Cloud this year. And I do remember them saying on the broadcast that Larson had never lost to Omaha at home. That's crazy. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, it's almost as bad as our DU stretch. Yeah. Lord, and Bob, Bob Motzko had a lot of yeah. Bob Motzko had a lot of success against us. That was a really good St. Cloud team, though, the last couple seasons. Yeah. Right. So, overall impressions for the weekend, I think. I think the boys played well both nights. Um, again, you know, Friday night. The loss Friday night came down to mental mistakes again. I, and that's what yeah. I still go back to. is like, this team has talent and it has skill and ability. And yet we seem to make these just bonehead plays that end up killing us. Well, early on, you and I were texting each other and we were like, they're actually playing really pretty well. And then even with the final score, which, I mean, it made it look like a blowout, you and I texted each other, and they're like, they actually, for the, for the score being what it was, they actually 
at a number of points during the games, they looked good, but there were moments, like you said, where they just kind of fell apart, and it kind of looked like that Maverick team of last season. Yeah, we were talking here, Joel and I, when we were watching, and I said, you know, this is the the last couple games going back to the Miami Ohio series was when it started to seem like this team was progressing towards that. And Friday night, I really felt like this was almost last year's team. Right. The one difference I still go back to is it still seems like this year, this team fights to the end more than last year's team did. They didn't give up. And, you know, Martin Sunberg gets that goal right at the end of the game. Obviously they're out of the game, but they kept fighting up until the bitter end. And they, uh, they kept uh, St. Cloud from getting the shutout. Yeah, sadly, last year I think that's a six or seven nothing game. With the way I know, that we kind of caved when we started to get behind. And you know, I know a lot of fans were kind of kind of worried, sounding the sounding the warning bells after Friday's game. And I look, I understand that because you're 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 afraid because you're like, oh my gosh, we've got a another game here against St. Cloud. Then we've got Arizona State coming in and and. We were getting a little worried because we hadn't won a game since mid-November. And I don't know about you, but I was I was, I was, was wondering at that point, you know? Totally. And we got to be cautious as in general as a fan base. You know, not just you and me as podcasters or, you know, those those diehard fans out there that that are you know just hanging on everything right like right. all of us as a community have to realize that as young as this team is there's going to be a lot of ebb and flow to things and so to look right. at one game or one period or one series or anything like that and say oh this is the beginning of the end like that's a that's a really dangerous thing to do because this team's going to be able to turn it on and turn it off in a light yeah exactly right? we've yeah, we've seen them compete against what, whatever anybody thinks about the you know Big Ten hockey compared to the NCHC. We saw them compete in October against some really solid teams, and I think you know I think we have to just remember that there's a lot of talented players on this team. I just think they kind of got into a little bit of a slump after the Miami series, and they just had a tough time pulling themselves out of it, but. I think that this team, like you said, has shown more resilience and more of a, an ability to come back. And I, I'm so happy, so happy that we got the victory on Saturday night. I, that, that was so important for them to get something positive here going into the Arizona State Series before Christmas. Totally, because if you go back and, you know, you had mentioned this at the, at the beginning of the season in your predictions, you kind of, I think you had UNO fifth, right? So, I stand by that prediction, yes. So uh-huh. Well, so here's where we sit, right? If we go back right. to that Miami series, and instead of getting swept by Miami, if we were able to split that series, right? That yep. One of those games, either Friday or Saturday, we yep. get one of those games, and this team's in fifth place. One point I know, back right? of Western Michigan. Yep. Well, and the other thing that's kind of crazy to think about is, it's going to be a tall order, because Arizona State's playing good hockey, but... Getting that win on Saturday night at St. Cloud, you look at that situation and, and just our overall record, forget conference record for a moment, we're 7-7-2, seven, seven okay? 
we have a chance before the Christmas break to be at nine wins, which is what we got the entirety of last season. And so nine, seven and two is a pretty darn good record heading into January. You know what I'm saying? Right. Certainly better than we were last year in January. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you got a lot of games left to go and you can, you can do a lot of things if, if we, we, we pull to that point. So I, the one thing I will, I do want to say is I want to commend the coaches on Saturday night for shaking things up and shaking up the line combinations and sitting certain players. I think that, you know, sometimes coaches can be a little bit reluctant to do that, but I'm glad that they, I'm glad that they shuffle things. I think that that was really important. Um, Sometimes, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same things the same way and expecting different results, and they needed something different to happen. I will say the one thing I wish they would have done is I wish they would have put Ronin in. And I think I know why they didn't, but... Okay. With the news that Seville is being offered to come to camp for the World Junior, you have to expect he will, that he's He not... will be with the World Junior, yep. yeah. You have to expect that he's going to be with that team. And so you know we're going to be without his services for a stretch of time. Yep. And I, my guess is they're trying to get, they're trying to get as much out of him while he's here. You know, but I kind of, I kind of would have liked to see how Roden did against NCHC teams. Exactly. It's that it's that thing where you kind of want to shake it up a little bit and see if maybe the guys in front of the goaltender respond, knowing that they don't have the guy who can make these kind of hellacious saves. And 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 in that, we should talk about the save that Isaiah <laughs> the save. had. It will go down in history as the save. That was that was. I mean, watching that on the replay and listening uh, on the St. Cloud uh, TV broadcast, listening to those guys you know, just marvel at that save. I mean, it was it was a sprawling kind of save, and he just kind of put his stick out. I don't – let me ask you, was, was Seville even really looking that direction, or did he just instinctively put his stick out to kind of stop that puck? It's a – it's a knee-jerk reaction. Like, at that point in time, he knew the puck was over to that area. Yeah, like as a body, he's not going to get over there. So you're doing no. anything you can to try to, you know, put something over there. The stick for him, you know, is the easiest thing to get over to that that side. And in all honesty, there's quite a bit of luck that goes into that. Exactly, it was just in the right place at the right, right time. time. But to have that competitive nature to do that is is impressive and there's nothing to be taken away from the incredible nature <laughs> of that save. I mean, that was luck awesome. or not, that was pretty amazing. And I That's haven't seen of... Sports Center, but I don't know what happens in any other sport that could could beat that save and when the NC the, the the top plays for the week in the NCHC come out, if that's not number one, someone needs to have a serious talk with whoever's picking that. That's because... that's got to be number one. And then when the NCHC does their plays of the year at the end of the season, that one's got to be in there. 
Got yeah, there's a lot that can happen between now and then, but I mean, you've got to, that's an early contender for the number one all the way through, right? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, there, there's pretty goals, but I don't know pretty goals that I would put above that save. No, I don't know that I would either. I mean, you'll see a lot of terrific goals during the season, but you don't often see, yeah, you don't often see a save like that. And and like you said, there's a, there's a little bit of a puck luck there with that, but, but who cares? That was awesome. And, and quite honestly, I thought in the immediate aftermath of that, that save the UNO hockey team, it kind of spurred them a little bit. They seem to be playing pretty well. Yeah. I wish that save would have lit a fire a little bit more underneath them. Cause I don't think we got that. I don't think we got the response from the Mavericks that I would have expected after something like that. No, we didn't. And, you know, quite honestly, it, you know, it was one of those situations where then the score just kind of started to get out of hand, you know? Right. Right. It's a tough thing. You know, And the other thing, one of the other, one of my kind of other pet peeves is it was really tough. Like we said, after the Friday night game, you know, sometimes fans will do the, you know, well, we just don't have the talent at this point in time to be able to compete with these other teams. And I, I sometimes think that that's a little bit of a disservice to the players on the team because, you know, even though you're kind of trying to send the message, you know, we're going to let you off the hook because, you know, we don't have a, a you know, the, the great stable of forwards we want or we don't have the, the blue liners that we want or the guys are too young. The fact of the matter is these are good players who in juniors play against a who's who of the best college hockey recruits in North America. And I just, I, it's always where I want to say that I really believe that these guys compete can compete I stand by my fifth place pick in the NCHC. I think that these guys can still get the job done, and I, I, I don't think that they are, are in any way lacking. I think there's, there's plenty of talent. There's plenty of depth on the team. They just have to make up their mind that they're going to play hard for 60 minutes. And I think that, I think that if they, if they do that, it'll pay dividends. It's not always going to go perfectly, but, but uh, look, Saturday night. You know, they had a three to one lead. Um, obviously, they lost it to St. Cloud, but they held in there. They played tough. They preserved the tie going into overtime. And then they got things done early on in the OT period. So I was very, very pleased. And I know you were pleased that that happened. And I just felt really good for the guys. That's a big win. And, you know, you mentioned talent. And, like, I would always say that I think the talent's there to be. I think the talent's there to be top four and, you know, home ice advantage and be talking about that stuff. The question comes is, can they put it together, right? Yeah. When you need to be that kind of team, can you be that kind of team? When you don't need to be that kind of team, can you still be that kind of team? Exactly. And with the team being as young as it is, that's the reason why I wasn't as optimistic on the season is just right. because I figured that with the kind of with the age of this team even though the talent seems to be there I, I just don't know that they know what it takes right and so that's well, where I look at like yeah. Saturday's game and this series this past weekend against St. Cloud as is this the turning point like is this the point where they look at it and say look 
We are that talented. We can be that team. We need to play this in and out every weekend. And is that the point that, you know, our season starts to tick upwards? Or are we just going to be this perennial, like, maybe we'll split. A lot of times we'll get sweeped. Sometimes we'll play to our caliber. A lot of times we won't. Yeah. It's hard to know because you've got a lot of guys on this team who haven't had a lot of success over the last few years. And so, and especially last season was uh, just mentally an awfully difficult season. So that is always the challenge that you run into. And it's, it's, it's daunting going into the second half, but I think we have the ability to get, the question is, are they willing on a, on a game by game basis to, to play like it's their last series, you know the the commentaries on the, the commentators on the Friday night game made the comment that it felt like playoff hockey, and I think it's probably because both of the teams were sitting at the bottom of the NCHC standings. They felt a little bit desperate. You know, they knew they needed to get some points here before the Christmas break, and and I mean, look, St. Cloud State's sitting in fifth now after that weekend, and so you know anything's possible. UNO and Colorado College are are tied for seventh and eighth place, but man, we're only two points out of fifth place. So they've just got to keep, you know, kind of grinding and, and working. And and I think uh, playing well against Arizona State would be a, a it'd be a, it'd be a big, it, it just, it just set them out on high. Right? Yeah. And, you know, the other thing to keep in mind, too, after this weekend series against St. Cloud, we are one series sweep away from being in third place. <laughs> I know, right? Like, and I know that like people are going to be like, oh, realistically, can that happen in the comment section, right? But not not to speak to it as a, you know, will it happen or is it realistic, but to say, you know, we're finishing out, we got Arizona State, we've got a trip to Maine, yeah, and then we're into just a, a full slate of NCHC play, right? Yep. So... Going into that point in the season, it's very possible that we could, you know, start the second half of the season having a legitimate reach for home ice in the playoffs, right? Absolutely. So last year, yeah. we were kind of at the point where we were out of it at this point in time. Like, you kind of looked at it going, eh, there's really no way that we can make it. And I'm, I'm looking at it going, you know what? We could we could do it. We, we could. And, and I'll tell you what, you know, that I, I felt like they stumbled during the Miami series. I really think that that was the type of series they could have swept or come close to sweeping. And like you said, if they had done that, they'd be in fourth or fifth place right now, you know? And I, I just feel like if they can have some positive results against Arizona State and Maine, you know, getting double digits as far as wins go, you know, then do what you can to run the tables in the second half slate against these NCHC foes, it's going to be tough because it's always tough, but I mean, they have a real opportunity to do something special if they can put it together and hold it together. It's just, you know, it's, it's, that's always the big question mark. Right. So our kind of regular segment here is to talk about players from the weekend yeah, our um, favorite player of the weekend. Yeah, and I'm going to go out, you know, we already talked about the save. Air yep. quotes for all of those listening, because everyone listens, it's a podcast. Air quotes. The save. Uh, I'm going to say Seville. I thought that 
despite the score on Friday, he actually had a pretty good game. He made some pretty big saves. I wouldn't say... There's a couple of the goals I think he would want back, and there's a couple, you know, that I would say probably should have stopped for a goalie of his caliber. But for the sure. most part, he was pretty solid on Friday. And, and the problems yeah, that we had were more with inconsistent and unconventional play from our, our defense and our forwards in front of him more than, you know, any sort of ability from him. And of course, there's the save that it's hard to overlook. But then I really thought that he made some very opportunistic saves, um, some big saves at very key points in time that kind of shifted a little bit of the uh, momentum um, yeah. or stemmed the tide when St. Cloud was pushing back. And so I thought that overall throughout the weekend, he was a huge asset for the Mavs. Absolutely. And we're going to need him to come up big as the games progress. I mean, he's, that, that's one thing that, the, that this team, and we talk about the age of the team and we talk about the, the, you know, lack of success over the past couple seasons, they're going to need somebody to come up big and make some of those saves that they shouldn't necessarily make going forward. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that that's a great pick and I think it's a great pick if for nothing else than that save was terrific. And I love the athleticism on that play. And I love just the the instinct to just put your stick out and make that save because that should have been a goal for St. Cloud um, in the second period on Friday night, and that was awesome. So you're going to go with him. I'm going to go with Martin Sunberg this weekend. Good pick. He had the he had the goal late on Friday. Yeah, he had the only on, goal on Friday. Right, and then Saturday he uh, he added a couple of assists to that. You know, coming off a season where he was he was injured last season. He's a guy that's been a nice surprise the last couple of series. And I think he's a guy who's really coming into his own, and I'm, I'm glad to see it. And I'm glad to see him having success. And so he's a guy that, that I know that on my message board, Chris Bain mentioned him. He's like, you should give a shout-out to Martin Sunberg. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give a shout-out to Martin Sunberg because he played really well this weekend. Uh, he understands his role, and again, he's one of those those veterans that's that's kind of been kind of a, you know sort of a quiet veteran over the years. But he has, I mean, he's really played well, and I I he was a key in that victory on Saturday night for sure. He's been kind of a quiet force, I think, for Omaha while he's been here, and this weekend was the first time where I felt he was a little loud and obnoxious not you know in a literal sense of the the term but you know this is really kind of when I'd say he really stood out like he's just kind of always been one of those guys that's done little things right and right. there's plenty of guys out there that that have great careers doing that so it was just good to see him kind of step up yeah I I completely agree with that and I you know and you know he I, had the assist in overtime which I think he is did. a big part of it is, you know, 11 seconds into overtime and we get business taken care of. And a lot of that comes from just, you know, his ability to, you know, be aware of the situation, take the opportunity that's presented to him, uh, make a smart play. But the other guy that was in on that with him was Sullivan. And I think that he deserves a shout out. I'd say mostly for his play on Saturday. Yep. 
uh, I was kind of torn between picking him or Seville. And and I think I went with Seville just because I, I felt like his play was more consistent. But Sullivan's kind of... Not kind of. He's been our best player in the face-off dots since he got into Mavs universe form. So He has been. In the last couple weekends, he's been a... a definitely a, a key component in the lineup you know we, we i think we were talking if i recall correctly early on in the season we didn't see him very much and you know he's he's started to become the player you and i thought he would become when we saw him play with the muskegon lumberjacks last right. season and and getting that second goal in the first period on saturday night was it was huge and it was a good goal it wasn't like a you know cheap puck bounces off my butt and into the goal kind of thing. Yep. I mean, it was a, it was a good shot. Exactly. And those, those guys, and, and keep in mind too, I mean, that was just, that was just a challenging game for UNO because UNO didn't have very many power play opportunities. Did we have what, like one power play opportunity on Saturday night? Yeah, was, we weren't getting calls. That, we weren't getting opportunities for sure. So, that, that just made it even more challenging on the guys. So that that is why, in many respects, I think that the win was, you know, really, you know, impressive. But those guys, Sullivan, Sunberg, and Jordan, they played really well together this weekend. And, and those guys were were on that goal 11 seconds into overtime. And that's, I, you know, that's the way it is in overtime. It's a lot of times either you score right away or nobody scores at all. So I'm, I'm glad it was us this time. That felt so good. And uh, like I said, Sunberg, the guy, I just wanted to give a shout out to because he's a guy we don't talk about a lot. And that's what we need. We need those guys that we don't talk about a lot, you know, doing good things for the team. So, so yeah, overall, a split at St. Cloud was a, a great weekend. And after Friday, I wasn't sure what we were going to be talking about, <laughs> but I'm glad we were talking about a victory, dude. Yeah, it's, it's, it's much more fun talking about a victory than it is when we get swept. That's oh sure. man, I yeah, I've told Bridge. I'm like, oh man, God, we got to get a win soon because this podcast becomes really <laughs> difficult to do. It's just like For the sake of the I, podcast. It's it's all about the podcast. Yes, can make the podcast a pleasant experience, Mavs. It is because otherwise, Jason and I are just sitting there, you know, looking at each other during the podcast, like, oh, this is tough, and we gotta we gotta keep everybody's spirits up, and we gotta keep everybody going. So. The team helped us out, and the team is, uh, you know, I think gave us a nice little, uh, a nice little early Christmas, uh, Christmas gift there. So, so uh, we appreciate it, and I'm so glad they got a split and they had success against the team they haven't had success against, and, and at a place where they haven't had a lot of success. So, so good for them, and and uh, it kind of gets them back in the picture in the conference race, and that's an important thing to do before the holiday break. So we've got Arizona State coming to town. It'll be kind of a weird series in that it'll be a Saturday-Sunday game instead of Friday-Saturday. So for those of you with tickets, make sure you pay attention. Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Uh, how do you feel about... I think it's better than like a Saturday-Monday kind of BS. Oh, that's yeah. Oh, I hate that when that happens. That I hate that. Monday hockey, not cool, dude. Not cool. It's weird. We don't normally have a series this close to Christmas. A lot of times we'll have a series uh, right at New Year's, but but this is a kind of an odd one right here before the holiday. 
Yeah. So and we'll see. I, I worry about what it's going to do for the team, I, you know, schedule-wise. I always hate when it's not, like, you get so used to Friday, Saturday, and, and you know what your routine is, and, you know, like, this day's film day, and this day's practice, and this practice is this way, and this is our travel day. And, like, you get, most hockey players I know are very routine-oriented. And so to yeah. throw it off and say, like, now we're going to have a Saturday, Sunday, like, what changes in the routine, and how do they handle that? Because... It's not, you know, your gut reaction to say is that that's a good thing, but it's really not necessarily a good thing. Oh, it's it's weird, and it's a it's a four oh seven game too on Sunday, right? Yeah. yeah, and it's just I ugh, I'm with you. I don't. I mean, like when we had you know you know basketball tickets, I was used to going to like Sunday afternoon games, Saturday afternoon games occasionally, but it's just it's it's weird for hockey and. I don't know. I think we we kind of had that. We kind of we had a weird thing too when uh, uh, Alaska Anchorage came in right around uh, New Year's last year. And wasn't that a wasn't that like a Saturday and Monday or that was a Friday? Saturday and Monday thing? Yeah, which was yeah. just weird on so many levels because you had this like day off in between and uh, yeah, I don't like those things. Yeah, I don't like them either. And we're playing Arizona State, and Arizona State's. You know they're not they're not some sort of you know cupcake non conference opponent. They've been playing really well this season and the past few weekends. So yeah, it's a but yeah I'll they've been kind of hit or miss. I mean they've played well in certain situations. Certainly the Denver series, I, I look at and say that they played well with. But I also go, you know what? They struggle against Vermont. They got beat by Alaska. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, they got swept by Minnesota and could only score one goal in that series. And, you know, Minnesota State's a good team, but, I mean, I would have expected Arizona State to have a better performance uh, in Mankato. And then oh, you no, go they, back they to actually, the start actually, of the season Jason, and the actually, very first Jason, game, they get beat by Mercyhurst. Yeah, Jason, they actually played Michigan State last weekend. Right, Michigan State last week. Oh, Minnesota yeah, 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 State. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, they went... They did. They went and got swept by Mankato. Now, Mankato is a good team, but they really did not look good on the road in that series. You're absolutely and right. It wasn't just that they lost. They looked bad in that series. Yeah. And so that makes me wonder, like, they're kind of that, what what team are you going to get when they come here, right? Well, they, they almost, I don't know. It's hard to know. I they I think split with Minnesota couple... State or with uh, Michigan State, right? Yes, last weekend was Michigan State. And I'm sorry, I was uh, yeah, I was flipping through the schedule here really quickly, so I just saw Michigan State, and I'm like, Jason, say MSU because I look back and I didn't see Mankato, but now I see Mankato back there in October. But yeah, they played decent. I've been mean, again. I don't know what kind of team Michigan State has this season, um, but they split there, and they lost. You know. One to nothing in overtime on Sunday. They play that. They played a Saturday Sunday series there too. I don't know. Is that their? Is that their thing? Does it? I wonder if it's just because of how much they try to travel. If it works better for them to be. It is because like, yeah, because they'll play. Well, even like, here's the thing. Like, that's looking at their schedule. They're going to play Harvard December twenty eighth and 29th in Irvine, California. 
And then they're back in Tempe for a series against Michigan Tech, which is another Saturday-Sunday series, and then they're at Brown for a Saturday-Sunday series. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I don't – maybe it does. Maybe traveling from out in the desert, it, it makes a difference. So That'd be my guess. So as a result – see, this is – this back to our you know conversation last week. See, this is probably why people – you know another reason why people don't want them in our conference. They're going to start dictating we have, you know, games – all weekend long, <laughs> we're not going to get our we're not going to get our Sundays off anymore. Yeah, that would be an interesting thing that the league would have to deal with, right? Like, how do you handle this team that wants extra travel time because they have to travel so far without you know messing up? Because could you imagine like if we had to play Arizona State this weekend on Saturday Sunday and then turn around and get you know. Do you on Friday? Yeah, I know. Short week, like, do you have to make it so that you always have a bye week following Arizona State? No, I mean, I think I think it would be kind of like when the Alaska schools were in the CCHA and the WCHA. I think it's you know they have to just do whatever the hell the rest of the teams want would be my thing. That's my attitude on it. You want to be in the conference? You have to follow our rules, not the other way around. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, and we those, really those should have the we should have the bargaining power, right? Like when it comes oh, down yeah. to it, Arizona State would need the NCHC more than the NCHC would need Arizona State. Exactly, exactly right. But we play them, and I'll tell you, last season we played four games against them. We got swept in Tempe, which was tough. That was a tough series, and then UNO came back, and they uh, they swept Arizona State Thanksgiving uh, weekend, if I recall correctly. So. So what do you think is going to happen this weekend against the Sun Devils? I like that we're getting them at home and not having to go to that rink-eating place that they have out there. I completely Uh, agree. I'm going to say that we split with them. I think that there's enough talent on that team, and it seems like they play pretty well. In most situations that I think that they're going to at least get a win. I, it, it's definitely one of those series I look at going, I can, I can map it out on paper and say we win both games. I can also see us losing both games. So it's hard to say that, you know, anything, any one specific thing is going to be the, the way this goes. But my gut says that we split I'm going to say that we keep our Saturday streak alive and we, we win more on Saturday than we win on Friday. So I'm going to say that we win Saturday and lose Sunday, but we'll see. Yeah, it's crazy right now because we're UNO's actually 4-3-1 and one on the road and they're 3-4-1 and one at home. So we actually have a better road record this season than we do a home record. We're basically 500 right now. We're 7-7-2 seven, seven, and two overall. I'm going to make my prediction based on what I want because it's Christmas time. And this is the time of year we get to ask Santa Claus for what we want. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask the Mavs to bring us a sweep for Christmas. Let's get this team to 9-7-2. and two. That would be a great way to end the first half of the season and end 2019. I mean... If you're 9-7-2, there's a lot of possibilities in the seventh, second half of the season. 
you know, you basically just have to kind of put together in the second half what you put together in the first half. And there are a lot of good things that can happen in the conference race and, and with that uh, that final non-conference series up there in Maine. So I think the Mavs are going to bring the kind of hard play that we saw on Saturday night. I think they're tired of losing. I think they're tired of kind of the, the down negativity that that brings. I think, you know, Arizona State was that, – that series out in Tempe last – season was one of them that kind of set the tone for the Mavs you know early on last season that that kind of put them out of things before the first of the year and that was a tough series out there a a brutal series a lot of UNO fans traveled out there so I think Arizona State's a team that they're really going to be motivated to beat and I hope they beat them in whatever of the 70 uniform combinations Arizona State decides to wear so I think this is going to be a good series for UNO going into Christmas. I think they're going to give the fans a Christmas present, and that's going to be a sweep over the Sun Devils. I think they can get it done. I think that would, you know, get them back on track, and you know, get them in fighting condition going into January and the meat of that NCHC schedule. I hope you're right. I agree that, you know, that if we could get a sweep of Arizona State, it's, it would go a long way in building the confidence that they're going to need going into the second half of the season. So hopefully they can pull through and give you your Christmas wish. Yes, they're going to have to work hard. They're going to have to set the tone. They can't sit there and let Arizona State dictate how this series is going to be played or it's, it's not, not going to end well. Weekend, that's for sure. Nope. That's absolutely right. So any final thoughts on the series, Jason? No, I think they'll they'll play well. I, I, I really hope. I think so. Yeah, I hope so too. Let's make our uh, Saturday, Sunday before Christmas a good one, and, and we'll just see what happens. Well... First of all, I'd like to thank fans for putting up with this experiment on our part. It's really weird talking to you on the phone instead of being there, sitting across the table from you as we're recording this podcast. So it's been a little strange, but I think we've done a pretty good job. So all things considered. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it sounds. Let's hope everything goes well. But if you'd like to leave us any feedback, you can tweet us at MavPuck on Twitter. You can tweet us on, or you can com, you know, send us a DM on Facebook or post a message on the MavPuck Facebook page. You can leave a message on the MavPuck message board on the MavPuck.com website. I know some of you will do that. And you can also follow all those social media outlets from the site. So until next time, on a special Saturday and Sunday series at Baxter Arena, Go Mavs. Go Mavs.